ton tallin Sabine and I are absolutely delighted to welcome you all to Oris and Uktron, and I hope that you're enjoying your visit to the house and the gardens. And indeed, as you have just heard, there's some wonderful music to, to come. Uh, the garden party season, this is number seven in eight garden parties uh, that happen here. The final one will be on Saturday to come. But this is what happens in these, it gives us an opportunity to meet members of communities who many of them have written in to us and others we know about as we travel around the country who by their involvement in communities are engaged in something I've often written about in the speeches, acts of cohesion and solidarity. And some who have had it at a garden party earlier last week are building new communities across Ireland. And in doing so, they're promoting the really best version of citizenship and encouraging participation. And Sabine and I are absolutely delighted to have the opportunity to invite them to enjoy for a while the house and grounds of the President of Ireland at Oris and So you're all welcome, uh, whether you've come as members of a family or a workplace or a profession or a friendship or activity group, so however you made this, come again, Queen Arena to Changwalin, Firkin Folcherov, you've made your contact and you will have had a variety of experiences and I hope that you all have a multitude of stories to share and tell each other. All of us are complex social beings and we're people really who both need and thrive on a sense of solidarity with others and we're enriched by a sense of unity and kinship and belonging where it can be achieved. Community spirit, uh, which is often invoked here in Ireland, and indeed it is so important in a version of Ireland at its best, is a very important aspect of Irish identity. So whether as activists or members of community that you, our guests, have written to us, you've been delighted that you were able to come. As I've said, this is the 6th of 8th, and this particular afternoon, there are quite a number of people from the west of Ireland. So, Firkin Falsha Specialta, Rev Muinterne Irrenheren, is Grimila Maga, as the nearer Rinish You're also welcome, thank you for the journey you've made to us. Uh, since my time, uh, since my. <laughs> I've often spoken since my inauguration on the 11th of the 11th, 2011, of the importance of ethical and inclusive societies. And they only grow from ethical communities that work together in solidarity and that recognize the needs of all members including those who are vulnerable and marginalised. It brings me throughout the country to meet different communities. It also brings me to meetings of different bodies. Earlier this week, just a few days ago, on Monday, I spoke at the Irish Congress of Trade Unions Biennial Conference in Belfast, speaking about the challenges and the changes facing working people, the definition of work, the impact of technology and science and society. And we have real choices as to whether these changes can enhance what is the best of our values or whether they can, in fact, be allowed to be unquestioned and have an impact that is negative. 
And of course, over the years, Sabina and I shared with many of you here today many decades of campaigning, advocacy, rights and inclusion. If I might go back and say one word I said in Belfast, I remember about trade unions and all of that. I said that my best image is of all the banners, the marches, the songs, and all the hundreds of songs that are there saying, saying things like, I'm off to join the union, and so on. And even though now people can communicate with each other as individuals very, very efficiently, I still think that this sense of community, the solidarity that was engendered, the kind of people that we remember when we started out, so many of you, that when a person had given a speech, people spoke about it on the way home, and some people would take up individual bits of it and use it. So music has been always important in collective gatherings of people who had progressive visions, and so also did all of these banners and marches and so on. So we are so grateful that we had the opportunity of continuing to campaign as we do, but decades of campaigning, advocacy on rights and inclusion. So therefore, all of you who have, in fact, who know very well who you are, I want to thank you for the time you gave and your commitment and your life for those beliefs and the commitment that you continue to give. And I think that it will leave a legacy, and I think it's exemplary for coming generations. All those campaigns we shared over the years stretched from equality, women's rights, housing, the economy, war and peace, rights of travellers, global issues, including the ones now in which we are all engaged as citizens, such as climate change and sustainable development. And I remember back on it as well about some of you might know where you weren't all with me, when I was told that God plus one was a majority. But I think that uh, they were all very experiences in the public space. The public world is where the world changes for the better. And it is within our communities and through the discourse they hear, as well as formal education, that young people are first exposed to the concept of citizenship. What people hear going on in kitchens and sitting rooms and what people hear going on in discussions between people is just as important as what people may pick up in the formal educational system. An early experience of debating and experiencing community life, of, in, of in really of also of looking at conditions of change, what needed to be done, as well as discovering the courage to confront and change things that were obstructing real participation, all of that is very important. It's so important as well that communities promote a sense of solidarity and cohesion among their members, identifying, as I've said, uh, what is necessary to be achieved, what is necessary to be confronted, and what obstacles need to be challenged if they are obstacles to equality. And all of this is very important for young people to experience. And you know, as president of, their, of the adjoining uh, jurisdiction, as president of Ireland, I was delighted to see that 70% of the young people in the United Kingdom turned out to vote in the last general election. It would make your heart rise to think that people are participating. I think that that is very, very important. I think then as we have been around the country in the last five and a half years, there are important community events. I've been at, for example, every year... 
events such as the annual Tidy Towns competition, when we can see the whole of communities of all ages and so forth, and often people who are running campaigns for their town or village or whatever that might have started with just a few people, and then it gathers momentum. All those community occasions, however diverse they are in nature, they are uplifting occasions, celebratory occasions, And I'd like to think all of you who have come from different parts of the country regard this afternoon as a celebratory occasion. I'm certainly celebrating all of what you have all put in to the different campaigns for others throughout your lives. I think as well uh, the sense of something else in when we go to schools that are celebrating 50 years or 100 years. And what you're celebrating there in many cases is the importance of the school in the community, I think that that's very, very, very important. Other things we have seen, I think both of us, Sabine and I, are derelict spaces that have been reimagined into new places where residents can gather together to socialise and learn new skills. The whole development of technology and science must be developed so that it can enable all of this to expand that the public world, the public space, citizens, people of different generations, it'll be of use to them, rather than everyone retreating into some little borough and hearing continual hymns to radical individualism. Frankly, the good news about it is is that I think that moment is over. People realise that all of that stuff didn't work. It produced even in times when the economy was doing well and people were being adjusted to the economy, it just didn't work in terms of human welfare. But all the new changes, they'll be discussed yet again. And I'm sure that all of you will be, uh, be part of that. And I think it's very important that you speak uh, to the generation coming about what it was like uh, to take on different issues. Some people now think, you see, that all those, for example, cases of equality for men and women, that are dropped out of the sky, uh, or that women suddenly are treated better than they were decades ago, that it all happened by accident. It didn't, and it happened in the same way I said in Belfast something that was so obvious that I didn't wonder why I hadn't said it so often before. What kind of world would we have if there were no trade unions? And what kind of world would we have if you had no participation, no voluntary sector and people who participated? So I've seen, and it's a great privilege as president, Sabine and I have seen so many examples of care and compassion as members of a community come together, sometimes doing the the hardest thing of all, that awful phrase, fundraising. But then others as well who are looking after the elderly and the sick, and others who are involved in very important areas of advocacy, lobbying for facilities for the vulnerable and the marginalised. And it's very important for people like yourselves of the experience to say, we're willing to do that and support that, but we don't want it to be an excuse for the state's responsibility. And I spoke to carers just a week ago, I spoke about that. So at the heart of all of this, then, as I said, is the importance of the public space, the public world. I'm glad that there is some rep- so many music for some bands here. Wasn't it a wonderful thing in a community when a band can play in a public bandstand and everybody can listen? I think that's a great thing myself, but there it is. I think that's very important. I think that is, is, we have, in a way, an opportunity, I think. I would even say an obligation to play our part in our time. 
That's why, for example, the great agreements of Paris on climate change and responding to climate change, or in New York on sustainability and sustainable development, there are very, very significant achievements and a great credit to the diplomatic effort that brought them about these tech. But it's far, far more important that these words be turned into actions. And that means that all of us in every generation must take on the responsibility of turning them into, making the changes in our own experience that's important. Now, finally, I do want to say something that is important that I haven't said in the other speeches of the Garden Party so far. And that is the importance of friendship. Aristotle said to his son Nicomachus in the Nicomachean Ethics, the ethics of friendship make a demand that is greater than the ethics of justice. And this is because you can't measure what, in fact, friendship demands, if it is to be true. And I say that so many of you are here. You are here because of friendship. So let us celebrate this afternoon friendship. And may I congratulate and commend all of you for the efforts that you generously and unstintingly are putting in and have put into your roles as citizens, working hard to keep community and family and the heart of society, and all of the courage that you continue to display, and the courage that had to be displayed to be able to say, nothing is inevitable, and particularly, miserable failure is not inevitable at any aspect of human society. So it's intergonradi, fuelish net theakrachtir for the hithon and marfobele blint of yoganus, gwil serantok the gnivok lag margutme, kofortiak archul agas man ma popel fos, lebra grilo or ar malcha, agas ar strot valcha, or barostir footnetire, agas akkohoire igrihe ar gorge. May I conclude by thanking all those who worked so hard uh, to, on behalf of the Auras to make this a wonderful occasion for you. We've only one more to go. special to the Maura Duran, to our MC Maura Duran. I just want to say we're so pleased that Maura was able to accept our invitation to, to work as MC this afternoon. And to the talented performers who've provided magnificent entertainment throughout the afternoon. You've been listening to Arthur Green on the piano. You've had outside earlier the Irish Prison Service Pipe Band. Earlier I met Michael Donlan and their Director of Human Resources and so on, and what a magnificent pipe band it is. Column Fahi, Ruria Haragon, Ifani Haragon, who are the trad group you've been listening to. Down at the end, near the Pieta, you had Terry Moylan, the piper. Shifri Nidgul was in the, in the walled garden, with Nisha O'Brien in the flautist. Then there's Miss Amigos, the Habana, the Havana Club Trio, where you will hear you will hear them again. The, the, the Havana Club Trio have been, are just simply wonderful. They're wearing new shoes this evening, <laughs> in celebration of their return here. I think that the, you've in the marquee you will have the Celtic Cats, Ryan Sheridan, the Music Generation Leash, and somebody who was here before. Very very important, walking on cars. So Sabina and I are, are very much looking forward to seeing these performances in a few minutes. How is all this made possible? Well, through a generous and enthusiastic staff. On, to who, on, I get hundreds of letters from people saying that people is not only courteous and efficient and the culinary skills are good, but also the, the friendly way in which it is provided. I want to... I think then I, I so salute their hard work, 
on failing good humour uh, of our own staff here. Now, all these different acts, it's quite technical, putting an event like this together, all through eight different garden parties, and we're looking at having one of the most successful really recognised all over the known world for the sound system, and that's Dee Rogers. He's over there, there, he's over there. My st- my st- that's right, Broad. My, my st- that was, that's my dog, Broad, who shares these moments with me. He, Dee is the maestro of our entertainment programme. I, thanks. I also want to thank the OPW, who put up all of these, these structures and work in that. And Bill Garriock from the Transport Museum, which you'll see out here, from, we, we provided our, our tram and our bus. I want to thank the Civil Defence. None of you so far have needed their assistance, but they are available. Our friends from John of God's who help us with the programmes and the Defence Forces, the very, very large number of our Gashka volunteers who help us in directing people to what is available. Marfakas get a sulam, gamoint go lanishivik went chan of a santronona, shinaratatoi tias lo saivinis mehin. Sabine and I hope that you have a very, continue to have an enjoyable afternoon. I hope you enjoy the rest of your time here. Agas arish, gremila magi arish, asaltanash the chirk convalian tronona. Thank you very much for coming to be with us this afternoon. And may I wish all of you not only health and happiness for this afternoon and the coming year. But for all of the years, because you very much deserve it, Oshetil Shaki. Karamila Mahake is Barbara.